What's up, you guys? I am Micah Folsom, and you're listening to the Do Your Crap Podcast. I was overwhelmed, uninspired, and unfulfilled, and I knew there had to be a different way to do life. Turns out, there totally is. And I found my calling in helping people learn and do the unsexy habits that build a legendary life. Each and every week, I'm going to help you bust through the crap that's holding you back and break down the simple habits and mindset shifts that will help you rock every aspect of your life. Are you ready to do the things that most people won't so that you can live the life that most people can't? Here we go. Welcome back to the Do Your Crap Podcast. This is your host, Micah Folsom, and we have probably one of my favorite humans that I have watched on social for years now. I've gotten to know her just on our path of entrepreneurship. I went to her live event a couple years ago. Like this girl is straight energy and I am so pumped to have her on. If you aren't familiar with who Angie Lee is, you will be soon and you will be her virtual BFF just like I was. She is literally on her social. It says your BFF that will make you pee your pants laughing and inspire you to freaking go for it. And that is exactly what this girl does. She has been in so many different areas of entrepreneurship, marketing, sales, courses. She's the founder of My Soul CBD. Like she has so many, just so much wisdom to give. And she is literally one of the most authentic humans that I have ever met. So without further ado, I am so pumped to welcome Angie Lee to the show. So let's turn it over to our conversation. All right, Angie, I am so pumped to have you on the show. So first of all, welcome. Welcome. It's such an honor to have you on. Yay. I'm so excited. Yeah. Uh, Before we dig in, we have such a hot topic today and we'll get to that, but I want our listeners to really, if they don't know who Angie Lee is, tell Mm -hmm. us that first, who are you? How did you get here? All of the good stuff. Yeah. I don't know who I am anymore either. (laughs) So we're in the same boat. I don't know if that's a good thing because I'm so multi-passionate or it's a quarter life crisis plus seven years. I don't know anyways, but yeah, I, uh, the the cliff notes is I started a wellness blog in college, 19 years old. Didn't want to follow the rules. Always knew I wasn't made for corporate, uh, was failing all of my classes, a hundred thousand dollars in debt. And I started a wellness blog. This is back in 2009 when it wasn't cool. Uh, it was weird. My parents were like, what are you going to do with your life? I was like, I don't know. I think I'm going to make money on the internet. So I would stay up Googling, like, how do you sell an ebook? How do you sell products? Like, what do you, how do you make money on the the interwebs? And, uh, I did not want to go to corporate. So fast forward, I stayed really consistent with that and built a wellness brand online. And then from that, it turned into, teaching marketing and, and inspiration for entrepreneurs. And then I started a wellness brand with my brother called soul, got into events, podcasting, speaking influencer. I kind of do a mix of a few things now. So I see myself as a creator though. I see myself as a content creator, as a creative, as an entrepreneur. I love making things that make people laugh or make them think. And that's who I am now (laughs) in a nutshell, but it all started from a blog in college and dropping out of school and wanting something different and wanting to, see if I could make a career by building a community. And that was not the intention really in the beginning. I didn't even know how to make money on the internet, but now it's become, you know, a very popular thing. So I love it. And I love to like, just watching 
your journey from afar and like seeing the pivots and seeing just, you've always just stayed so true to who you are. And so like, that's how it started and that's how it's continued. And I think that's really admirable. Um, so just thanks for showing up and being an example of that. Cause I love it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. So I was just, we were chatting before this and I'm like, wait, hold on, pause. Let's record. Cause this is the good stuff. <laughs> so I was watching Angie and I had seen, she, she made a reel and she was talking about ambition. And I think this is such a hot topic right now. And something that I messaged her immediately after. And I'm like, will you please come on the show? And we can dig into this. Cause I feel like this will resonate to so many people. I feel like the tides are changing. And I feel like we've kind of gone through this and I've talked about this multiple times where it was like ambition was was like admired. And it was like, everyone wanted this big dream and they wanted to live this big life. And they wanted to do the hustle and the grind and the work hard and the, and the sacrifice. And they wanted to do all those things. And then the pendulum swung the complete opposite. And it was like, slow down, live in flow. Don't want big things. Be happy with your life. Be appreciative. Like, and I'm like, hold on. There's a sweet spot. Like there's a sweet spot right in the middle where you can want and you can be present and you can be appreciative, like all in the same space. Yeah. And I'm like, how can we talk more about this? So she did this reel about ambition. And, and if maybe if you're feeling like you're not ambitious right now, and you're kind of feeling like you're in a funk, you're not broken. You haven't lost it. You haven't like, you're not done pursuing that dream. And that's normal. Like it's really normal. So Angie kind of what inspired that? And like, let's just hear kind of your thoughts on this. Cause I think this will just bring up a good combo. Yeah. I feel like this isn't talked about enough in the personal development space. And like a lot of things in life, it's either category A or B it's the left or the right. I mean, this is everything from media to politics to to anything, you name it. It's choose, choose a side. And in reality, I'm going to say something that's not sexy, but it's the truth. The answer is sometimes somewhere in the middle and it's nuanced. And I have the and sign tattooed on my arm. I actually got it a few years ago before I knew I'd be passionate to talk about this. I got (laughs) it because it represents being more than one thing and being multi-passionate and abundance. But now I think it really means what if you get to be both? I think a lot of women, especially in business, it's like, are you this hardcore, you know, masculine energy, go for it, grind, like old school Gary V, like don't sleep, don't eat, just keep working, you know, or am I going to be frolicking in the field with my goats, breastfeeding my babies and just like, I am just a woman out here in the field. And in reality, I'm, I'm a mix of both. I think like a lot of ambitious women, I desire both. I can't wait to be a mom. And I love the simple things and I love a simple life, but I also 
like goals and I like being creative and I like working hard towards something. So I'm this, I'm, I've always found it's, I don't know where I fit because I've been, I've always been 50, 50. And usually in society, women are one or the other. And it's like, what if I want to be a mixture of both? But what I've realized is you can, but, but there's seasons and just like nature outside, just like our bodies as women, I don't feel the same every day of the month. I am on my period now. And I feel a little different than I will in a week when I'm ovulating. (laughs) So, and that's, that's normal. There's nothing wrong with me. If anything, cycles are what keeps us sustainable. It's what keeps the world moving, literally winter, summer, fall. It's literally what allows us to be here, be alive. And it allows us to have rest so we can have the push. It allows us to have the slowdown so we can have the speed up. And I didn't really realize that till recently. And I was feeling that way. And I was feeling like this last year, I've been in a season of, I wanted to slow down and just enjoy life. And I, I financially am in a place in it. I'm in a place where I worked so hard for 10, 11 years where I can do that. So like, I loved every moment of it and I focused more on my friends and other things in my life outside of work. And it felt really good, but I felt so much guilt for it. And I was talking to a few girlfriends and and clay, and he was like, it's just a season. And that's actually really healthy because what did you expect that you were going to feel insanely ambitious 365 until you're 99 and then just fall over and die. And I was like, yeah, that's what I thought (laughs) I had to do. Like, I'm going to be that grandma who's like, keep going. Yeah. You know, more goals. And in reality, I don't know. And I'm not a mom yet, but I think a lot of moms echo this. It's like when you first have a baby, those first 90 days, that first year or two, you probably should be more obsessed with your baby than your work. I don't know. That's controversial to say, but it's like, I hope I go into that that season and care about something more than myself. (laughs) That's what the season is for. And then they kind of find their, their ambition for things outside of that again. And, and, or they don't, and that's fine too. I, I think it's like, everything has to ebb and flow. And I just, I just really think it needs to be talked about more because so many women DM me and they're like, Hey, Angie, I was really ambitious last year, but I I don't feel ambitious this year. And I'm kind of like, welcome to the game. I don't think you should fight it. I think that's going to make it worse. I think embrace it and then find new goals that excite you again and find a new way to work that feels more in alignment, but don't shame yourself for it because that's not going to fix that feeling. And so I've had to work through that myself where I finally feel like I'm getting my fire back, but that's after two years. And it's like, Hey, crazy shit went down in the world. That was exhausting systemically for all of us and our central nervous system, no matter if it affected you or not. It's like, we had to deal with crap and poop in the world and (laughs) just craziness going on and, and so much hostility and so much stuff. Mm -hmm. And then people now wanting to get back into events and and getting back out there again, it's like, that's, that's normal to have the lows after that, that happening. And it's just, it's so healthy and normal to have highs and lows, but no one told me that. So I just, I want people to realize you're not broken and you'll always know where the gas pedal is. And I think in network marketing or any industry, people think that it has to, success has to be this straight up line that just keeps going up. And in reality, it's healthy and it's human and it's okay to have seasons where it dips a little bit. And then you go back up two steps backwards to go five steps forward. And based on your health, your family, what's going on in your life. I mean, I just think as women, we put so much pressure on ourselves for it to be linear and for it to constantly be going higher, higher, higher. And I just don't know if that's sustainable as humans because we're not robots, you know, and even with social media, with followers and money, it's like you can lose a little bit of money or followers. And it doesn't mean you can't get back on the horse and, and, and it go up again. It's just, yeah. It's just a season. I don't know. I just, I feel like 
as somebody who used to see things as so A or B, it's, it's really healthy to see things as like, maybe option C is that this is life and this is normal. And maybe that's part of my early thirties is I just didn't feel as ambitious. And now going into motherhood now, next, it's going to change again. And then in my forties, maybe I'll feel, you know, who knows? Like, I don't know. I talked to 60 year old women who are like, Oh, I'm feeling so ambitious again. Now in my sixties, more than my twenties. And it's like, I just, we don't know what's going to happen with our ambition. And I just feel like that's not talked about a lot, you know? So, yep. No, I couldn't agree more. That was my TED talk. (laughs) I know it's perfect. And I feel like it's just that, that idea that one way is right. And one way is wrong. And I think just rewriting that belief, like, oh, I'm, I'm not feeling the same desire to do the same goals or whatever, but likely you're feeling pulled towards something. I've like just navigated kind of some of this. And it was so interesting. The messages that I would receive is when I, cause I've been, I mean, I've been with Beachbody for nine years and I still love it and I'm still growing it and I'm still passionate about it. But I also got this tug on my heart to do more with our farm and to do more like as a family with our homegrown beef and things like that. And so as soon as I started shifting, just talking, like talking about some of those things, I would get messages like, oh, are you not doing beach buddy anymore? Or are you, and I'm like, what? No, why? Like why? But that is so our society, all of this or nothing, all of that or nothing. Like, and I, and I love that you're like, no, 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 no. We can do, and we can do both. We can figure out where everything lies in this season. And especially with motherhood, um, <laughs> it was so interesting. So I've, as an entrepreneur, I've had, well, I've had four babies since being an entrepreneur, right? So the first time I was a full-time wedding photographer with a kid, and then I had another. And so I had to navigate what that looked like, like bringing in a newborn and figuring all that out. And then I started coaching. And then I, since then I've had three kids and every single time I have a baby, you know, there's that period after your baby where you can't work out. Hello. That's my job. Can't do it. Can't work out. You can't do certain things. You've got to keep this baby alive, keep them fed. Like they are your number one. And it was always so interesting to me because I would get messages after I have a baby and they'd be like, how are you still doing your morning routine? How are you doing this? And I'm like, I'm not, what are you talking about? Like, I'm just trying to sleep when I can sleep and I'm just trying to eat what I can eat and shower, like knock it off. And so I think it's just unlearning some of this stuff, like unlearning what is good, what is right, what has to be, what success is like, we get to define that, right. We get to write that rule for ourselves. And so just acknowledging where your ambition lies, what you're drawn to, what goals you want to work towards, where you want to put time and energy, and then defining success in that area so that it's all aligned. I feel like that's where the, I mean, that's where the beauty happens. Taking a quick time out to fill you in on my first free masterclass for entrepreneurs. What if you really believed that everything that you wanted to build with your business was possible for you? What if it could be easier? What if it could be more joyful? What if you actually enjoyed the process every single day as you showed up to do the work? Do you think you could be consistent? I think you could. So many entrepreneurs are relying on motivation. They're relying on getting through it. They're relying on the grind. They're relying on the hustle. And then they get burnt out. They get overwhelmed. They get stuck. They lose the joy. And they wonder why they can't keep showing up to build their dreams, to hit their goals. 
And as I look back over the years on how I've built my business and how we've reached over seven figures annually, there's some things that I've just done differently. And I want to teach you that. So in this masterclass, we're going to uncover some core beliefs that we can help you rewrite in order to move you through those things to a more empowered state. And I'm going to reveal to you my seven essentials that I believe every successful entrepreneur is building their business around in some capacity. So this is going to help you really, really, really identify any gaps that you have, learn how to course correct and help you move through this state of overwhelm, frustration, lack of movement, lack of joy, wherever you are, we're going to move through that and into alignment, into flow, into excitement, into fulfillment, into joy, because I can promise you that is easy to show up for. So get access here at micafolsomfit.com slash seven essentials, number seven essentials. And that'll take you to get registered for the masterclass. And I can't wait for you to dig into this. Okay. Back to the show. Yeah. Especially as women too, I think there's this, uh, and I feel like you'll share this sentiment there is this pressure to, uh, I call it the the toxic girl boss movement, which essentially uh, what I mean by that is, you know, it's like make nine figures or else and make yeah. it next month at your, at your next launch and, and also be an awesome mom and a wife and also be homesteading. And it's like, you know, there's women who don't want to do that and that's yeah. totally fine. And, and this is a t- totally deep topic for another episode. And I think I'm going to record this, even though it can be controversial, but it's like this toxic femininity, which is essentially, you know, it's, it's gone so far that women now have this pressure to, if you don't provide value in this energy called money, which is how society is deemed value, then it's not seen as valuable. When I believe that raising the next generation is arguably more beneficial than this thing called money. So it's like, why don't full-time moms get hashtag boss babe? Like she's the woman down the street with four kids who that is her full-time job. That's so admirable. You don't have to be a boss babe to be admirable and be having nine figure launches. It's like, no, you get to define success. Like you said for you. And if you want a little bit of both, that's cool too. I think I'll always want both, but who knows? I might have seasons where I don't. And I'm like, you know what? This feels fulfilling to be a mom full-time. And so I think taking away that stress and that guilt around that and that judgment that other women have, or this culture now has with Instagram and like, you have to also work 90 hours a week in addition to raising your four kids and taking care of your farm. I'm like, ah, no, that sounds like way too much. But what's great about these opportunities like network marketing or all these other options online, you can have passive income, which is great. And then also define, okay, if you're working hard to create this income that works for you, why wouldn't you use that free time to go feed your cows? That was the whole point, right? So when people are like, are you also working? You're like, yeah, this is this is the life I wanted to create. Right. This is what yeah. I wanted to do with the free time. Same for me. I'm, I'm like, I'm a lifestyle entrepreneur. I work so I can have a cool lifestyle. I don't work just to work. I, I like going and doing whatever the heck I want then outside. So I just think that defining what success means to you. And for yeah. some women, it could be they want to be a nine-figure CEO of a company. And to some women, it could be feeding cows. Both are awesome and both are valuable and both are great. Or you could be like me where you're like, I kind of want both sometimes. I don't know, but I think that's healthy too. But I think a lot of it's like society puts this pressure on women. I don't know if you feel that of like, we've got to do it all and be it all. And I can't imagine with four kids how that has affected you. Like that to me is fascinating because at four, I feel like I'd be like, I'm out. I can't also work. Like, no way. I got to make sure four people are alive. Like, 
I don't even know where my dog is right now. <laughs> I hope he's okay in the house. I haven't even fed him breakfast. Like, I don't know how you do it. You must have help. And I hope you have help. Some help. Definitely but... have help. <laughs> yeah. We I'm actually so have five now. By that. That's amazing. Yeah. We actually have five kiddos now. So you have five. <laughs> yeah. Wait, no, you don't. No, you don't. You have five. Yeah, children. we have five. Isn't that Wait, crazy? You've, you've pushed five children out of you. I have pushed five children out of this thing right here. Yeah. And but. you're working right now. You're like, where are they? Where? where? <laughs> well, they're with my mom. My mom is here, but this is the, this is, I have help. I have a nanny helper that comes in. She's on vacation this week, but I wouldn't do it by myself. I couldn't do my, by myself and my work and my joy and my passion in mentoring women and doing all that stuff is my sanity safe saver. So like, that's how I do it all because I was, I was the mom who put it on my head. Like that is all I'm going to do. That's all I'm on earth to do. That's my calling. I'm raising children. And then I got into it with my first and was like, holy crap. There's like a part of me that's missing. There's a part of me that, right. And so that I had to navigate this, like, who am I supposed to be? What am I supposed to do? How can I do it all? What does that look like? And so that's been a whole, like, I'm super passionate about stay true to the heart tugs. Cause your heart knows what you need, what you want, what you're supposed to be doing on earth. And this is it. So I had to unpack so much of my like preconditioned who I am, what I'm doing and deal with all of that. But that's how I do it. I have a nanny helper that comes up like four to five hours a day, Monday through Friday. That's when I work. That's when I do my joy, my passion, my stuff outside of motherhood. And then I unplug and then we do farm life and home, like all of the things. And so, wow. Yeah. I'm super passionate about you can do it all, but like do it all doesn't mean do it all. You've got to figure out what that looks like, figure out where your joy is, where your zone of genius is, what you want to spend time doing. And then there's other people who love doing the stuff that you don't love to do. And I love paying women to do the work that I don't want to do that they're way better at, or that they love doing. I love that opportunity as well. So it's like all full circle and just creating everything that you want to do. Right. What are their ages? This is crazy. Wow. (laughs) They are. So my youngest is 16 months. So 16 months, four, six, 11, 13. Okay. Okay. So you've got 11 and 13. They're like, they're good. They can take care of their own shit. They can watch that. Okay. (laughs) You, so you have like two that need a lot of attention, especially the 16 months. What is that in year? That's just over a year. Yeah. yeah, Okay. Just over a year. Look at me. I'm like, what is that? (laughs) So yeah. Okay. That makes more sense. Like you got two that are like, they're, they're, wow. You must've had them young then. Yeah. yeah. I I got married at 19 and then had our first at 20. Wow. So you've almost known, you don't know any other way of life because you've totally started so young. That's like, that is your life. And you've just integrated into what you do. Yeah. That's fascinating. I'm like, I'm interviewing (laughs) you now. I'm like, you need to do a whole episode on this because I'm like ready to now have kids. And I'm like, so excited, but I'm also like, oh my gosh, five sounds going to be so fun. But also like, yeah, if you didn't have help, I, I don't know how people do that. But I also resonate with, I could see how the, the purpose bucket when you're with them is so full. And I'm sure there's weekends or days where you're like, oh, this is so fun. I just love them. I just want to be with them. But then like anything, the seasons come in. And, and then a few days later, you're kind of itching to like do this and, and, yeah. and create content or be creative in, in this way. And so it's not to say one's better than the other. It's just like different buckets of your life that both need to be filled, I guess. Totally. Yep. Right. Like one is like your outlet from that. So you can come back and be a different, a, a better mom, I guess, in a sense. Yeah. But it's, it's always fascinating to me because no, you won't know how you feel until you're there. And 
That's crazy. Five of them. That's a lot of children. I am so inspired by that. That sounds like it hurts though. (laughs) You've been through pain five times. Right. I know. No, it's awesome though. I'm like, every time I see you talking about like the next chapter in the next season, I'm just like, Oh, I'm so excited for you. But it's it's true. Any, any month now. So we'll we'll see. Hopefully I pop out quadruplets. So then I just, there we go. Have four at once. (laughs) And then I just like, you know, yeah, there we go. I know. I'm terrified and excited all at the same time. I, I think that's the normal emotion, right? Yeah. yeah. Of course. hundred yeah. percent. And I think it's too, I have this conversation with my husband all the time. Like my sister-in-law, we're the same age. She got married a couple years ago, just had her first baby. Yeah. And I'm like, so excited for them. It's so freaking cool to see them like embrace this new season. And they've been waiting for babies for so long and they're so ready for it. And as I look back, I'm like, I was 20. I didn't know what the heck I was doing. I was just like figuring life out. I didn't know what I wanted. I didn't know what we were going to do in life. And it was just such a different feel. So I feel like where I've just kind of like built businesses and babies all at the same time and navigated that when you kind of have your life together, like you do. And like so many others do before they have kids, it's such a cool integration to see just like where it comes in and how it how you incorporate the two worlds colliding and it's, yeah. it's magic. It's How old are you now? So 31, cool. 33, 33. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're, you're older than me. Yeah. It is fascinating because it's almost like there's pros and cons to each. The pro totally. to yours is I'm jealous that you've already done it and you're done and you were so young <laughs> and you're just like, yeah, I now get to like, now I'm going to have fun in my thirties. They're kind of grown up except for the one and a half year old definitely still needs a lot <laughs> of taking care of. But then conversely, people are like, no, I'm, I'm jealous of you because you got to like financially become stable and do all the things. And I'm like, yeah. dude, I still went to bed at nine and like drink chamomile tea. Like I didn't get to party. I never, <laughs> I didn't, I never was a partier. So I don't know what you envisioned. I did, but yeah. Yeah, I just focused on my business in my twenties, but now I have the fear, right? This is all like society's fears. Now I'm like, Oh my God, I'm going to be in my late thirties on our second or third. And I get stressed and sad about that. So it's like, there's no, there's no winning because if you're too young, you're like, did I miss some of my childhood? And if I feel like I'm old, quote unquote, I'm like, shit, did I do this too late? So it's like, it just shows that women have pressure from all sides. Every like there is angle. no, there's no perfect time. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like too, it's like, we're in such a, like in society as a whole, I think we're finally figuring crap out where we're like, just knock it off. Like stop putting yourself in the box of like, life has to look this way. It needs to be this way. I'm supposed to feel this way. I'm supposed to do it this way. Every single one of our paths are so unique and so different. And everything in our life is there for a reason. Like I fully believe that our trials, our struggles, our failures, our triumphs are everything like they're there for us at the time they're supposed to be there. And so I think if we just kind of release that, that pressure, I think lots of times we just put it on ourselves Yeah, and we're just like, Nope, this is where I'm supposed to be right now doing this work with the people I'm with, you know, and then you can just, you can just like breathe and just move forward. Right. (sighs) Yeah. (laughs) Deep breath. I'm going to, I'm going to, I need to come live with you for a week and see what this shenanigans of, of <laughs> how many it. people are in this house, six, seven, seven. I need to see this. And then I could decide like, okay, I could do that one day. <laughs> or clay will be like, no, Angie two is like going to be enough. Like you don't even know where your socks are right now. Like you got to organize your closet first. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, that is why I'm super grateful. Like I was a city girl, not like New York city, but I live like in a neighborhood, not on land, all the things. And my husband was a cowboy, like grew up on land with animals and all that stuff. 
So that's the life we live. Like we have, we live on 40 acres. We have a hundred wow. acres, like down the street where we have all of our cows and other stuff. And it's like, I can't imagine in this day and age, yeah. raising five kids in a city where they're like in the home on devices, doing the things like that would be so much harder for my sanity than it is. now I can be like, go outside, go run, go roam, go find a horse, go, go do something right yeah. now because holy moly. I love that. Teaching them homesteading a little bit. That's cool. Well, that's why we decided to home. We we decided to homeschool last fall because of that. Like we were so busy. The kids were so busy with sports and school and we live, I mean, outside of town. So they were on the bus for 45 minutes. Mm. It was just like so much doing, 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 doing. I'm like, we can't even enjoy the animals. Like the kids are not even enjoying the farm and doing the work and having the chores and the responsibility and the contribution. And writing and doing the things they love. I'm like, we can do better. So we, yeah, that's probably going to be us. We'll, we'll go to like 30, 40 minutes away is, is where a lot of our friends live who have got a lot of acres and yeah, they homeschool their kids and their kids like feed goats and stuff all day. And I'm like, (laughs) listen, and I don't know, like 2022, let's go. You might as well teach your kids how to feed goats and stuff. Like, why not? You know, I don't know. Part of me is like, would I get bored out there though and feel really weird? But, but if you have that many kids, you're not bored. You you got shit to do all day. So I'm I'm envisioning it now without them. I'm like, what would I do all day? But now I'm like, okay, I would have something to do. So (laughs) we'll see what happens to be continued. I love it. I'm excited now to follow along and just see what happens. Joanna Gaines. I kind of want to be Joanna Gaines. Oh, I love her. Yeah. But then it's like, Angie, you don't want to do that kind of hot, like work outside. That's that you're making that up. You know, <laughs> you just want, you, you can pick and choose though. You can pick and choose what parts you okay. want, what you don't. Okay. Yeah. That's, my friends that's are like, part. my friends who homestead are like, yeah, it's not what it looks like on HGTV. I'm like, <laughs> what do you mean? They're like, it's not like that. Like it's, it's a lot it's of freaking hard. Work. It yeah. is freaking hard. And I, and I try to show that too, because I think lots of people have so many misconceptions of everything, farming, yeah. animals, agriculture like and I think that's the beauty of Instagram and like having a platform where you can help people actually see what goes on help them actually know the real right and I think that's a good opportunity to just and that's kind of what sparked I need to share more of this I need to be more open about this lifestyle and what it takes and what goes into raising cows and Oh, that's a whole nother conversation. There's you need to do an episode just called raising cows. Like I should bring my husband on. I'm going to, I'll bring my husband on and we will talk all about it. Yeah. I would listen. I think that's so (laughs) fascinating. I'm like, how do you feed them? When do you feed them? What do you feed them? Like, do you also then kill them and eat the beef? Like we do. Okay. I'm like, yes, that's probably what we would do. Like, how do you do that? Like, I don't know. It just, and then with kids, like what what can they do? What can they not do? And like, I don't know. It's just fascinating. Yeah, it really is. And I had, it was, it's like a foreign language. I knew nothing about it until I married into it. And I'm like, holy moly, it's like a whole new world. Yeah. That's see, that's the key cool. is that you married into it. You can't just like most guys, if they don't know what they're doing, you can't like, just go, you got it. I mean, they, they can YouTube university, I guess. I don't YouTube. know. <laughs> I don't YouTube know. YouTube how to, how to take care of a cow. Yeah. <laughs> right. What if I told you that you can support your blood pressure and healthy CoQ10 levels with two chews a day? The new Super Beats Heart Chews Advanced is now supercharged with CoQ10. That's like getting CoQ10 for free. Our powerful blend of beetroot, grapeseed extract, and CoQ10 supports your cardiovascular health. Visit RadioBeats.com and find out how you can get a free 30-day supply on bundles and save 15% with the promo code DEAL. 
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Okay, before we wrap it up, I want to ask one more question. When someone is in this kind of season of feeling lack of ambition or lack of clarity around what they want or lack of just desire for just life, they're kind of feeling, what would you say? What would be your go-to to kind of figure out the next steps? Yeah. There's three things that come to mind. One is getting inspiration from different industries and different mm. niches. So getting outside of the bubble that you live in and thinking that that's the only place to get inspiration. And you can do this virtually. You can do this in, in real life, going to the park, an art museum, going to a, a new hike, like just going to new spaces physically to inspire you and also following new accounts. So I follow a lot of comedians and fashion bloggers and and new moms. And I follow different niches just to kind of like see what's going on in different worlds. Cause if I followed everybody in my world, one, I would get sick of it. And two, it's like, that doesn't inspire me to be different or create something that doesn't already exist in the niche I'm in. And then number two, you're going to love this one. It's, it's movement. I exercise more when I'm stuck because I have to move that stagnant energy. So when I want to figure out what my next pivot is or my next creative idea, I move a lot, walking, dance classes, lifting, whatever you guys like to do moving the body is one of the best ways to release that anxiety and to get clarity, like hands down movement and exercise is, is it's, it's so invaluable. It's the most important so thing. True. And number three would be to, Ooh, what was my last juicy one? I was going to say unfollow a lot of like accounts, but that kind of goes into the first one. Um, I would say, you know, really it's interesting. Yeah. I think number one is you know, finding inspiration, in new places. Number two would be movement. And then number three is not being hard on yourself and realizing that it will pass. And also tuning into what brings you excitement, what brings you energy when you think about it. That's usually a good compass for what the next thing is and what it's going to be. If it immediately drains you when you think about it, and it, make, it makes you feel almost like contracted versus expansive. Yeah. That's a good indicator of what the next step is. So a lot of times I'll tune into my body and say, wow, does this make me feel expansive and excited? And, and I literally can feel energy in my body and, and like my heart's beating faster, or do I feel like this is making me, making me feel dull and stagnant and contractive. And so listening and tuning into your body that can sound kind of woo, but I'll do that on a walk. I'll do that during dance class. Like I'll literally just let my brain go and let it just think of new ideas and new things. And that's how I get my inspiration for, for the next step. And, and know that the rest and the different season, that contrast is so necessary for life. Yeah. Like we said in the beginning, there's nothing wrong with you. It would be weird to do the same thing all of the time and feel the same way about it for your, for your entire life, especially as an entrepreneur. And a lot of times we come back stronger after a different season or a contrasting season. Sometimes that contrast is necessary to spark new ideas and innovation and creativity. So see it as a gift. I think everything is intentional. And so don't fight it because I was fighting it a lot this last year. And the minute I stopped fighting it, I, I feel so much better. So I, I think that. fighting it is what 
causes it to just get worse. (laughs) Yeah. And I think it, I mean, it all comes back to that, like what you feel like you should be doing. If you feel like you should be doing it, but it's not bringing you joy. It's not helping you expand. Like you were talking about, you shouldn't be doing it. And it might not be the thing you just might need to do it a different way. So allowing yourself to go, okay, I'm going to break out of this mold that I put myself in. I'm going to break out of the process that I've been doing for years. I'm going to try some new things. I'm going to try, I'm just going to get curious about this. And it's not like, I'm going to find something new. I'm going to find something better. It's just, I'm going to get curious about things. I'm going to try new things. I'm going to do new things. And then following that energy, following that. I love that. That's such an easy way to just be like, oh yeah, I'm on the right path. Like, this is good. This is good. And you continue to kind of unpack. Yeah. I think a lot of times it's not about changing what you're doing. It's changing how you're doing it too. So for me, I realized, wow, it's just changing my schedule and how I'm working, not necessarily what I'm doing. I think a lot of times women will say, oh, do I need to burn everything down and just do a whole new business or a whole new idea? Sometimes, yeah, but sometimes you just have to shake up how you're doing it. Maybe it's not fun anymore. So how can you make it fun again? Is it playing music during the day to, 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 to make you feel creative again? I just, just little things in your life that can bring a sense of fun again. And I think a lot of times, a lot of us, I'm an Enneagram seven, so I'm always chasing novelty and newness. I love feeling like something's new and exciting. So how can I infuse that novelty into what I'm already doing to make it feel new, fresh and fun again? And for some people, it's like going to a new co-working space. For some people, it's changing up their office. I literally sometimes will just change up my office and add new plants and add new furniture. And like, as an ADD person, it makes me feel so good. I'm like, "Hmm, (laughs) this is a new energy, new space. Okay, now I can record. Like even that little thing, even that little swap of of buying a frigging plant can be a game changer. To make you feel re-inspired or networking with new people or going to an event or just doing something to shake it up a little bit. It's like a relationship, you know, you got to do new stuff. (laughs) I love that. And one of the best things that I did this past year, because I was kind of feeling like I've been in this space, in this coaching space for, at the time it was over eight years. And I had an opportunity presented to me to get into a mastermind that was not Beachbody. It was other entrepreneurs. It was other, it was every industry. And I'm like, okay, this sounds interesting. This could be fun. And it brought so many new, fresh ideas and language and thoughts and processes. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And it brought a whole entire new energy to how I showed up within my coaching business. And so that is so powerful. I love that you brought that up. Yeah. Yeah. Events, vacations. It doesn't even have to be a mastermind. It could be something with your family. It could be feeding cows. It could be going on a hike, anything to bring your body a sense of novelty in your environment or how you're working can bring a whole new perspective to what you're doing and allow you to fall in love with it again. I I do think a lot of it as cheesy as it sounds is like a relationship. I mean, you've been married for, oh, there's pickles. (laughs) Your baby and your your kiddo, she's not a baby anymore, but pickies. There's my kid. Um, I think it's really like a relationship where you have to find new ways to, to stay in love and be in love and, and find new fun things to do and adventures and date nights. I think a a job is no different. It's a relationship that you're in and you can still love it, but want to shift up how you're doing it. And, and that's totally normal. Maybe it's a new platform for you. Some people it's like, okay, I'm going to start a podcast or start a new way of expressing myself creatively on the internet. It could be something as simple as that, that changes everything. I love it. Love it. And there's endless opportunity out there. Like there's, and I think that's what I hope that our listeners are hearing is like, there's no 
one way to be successful in your industry, no matter what industry you're in, just because Sally Sue is slaying it over here, doing it a certain way does not mean you have to do it anything like how she is. And you have to give yourself that liberty and that freedom to choose your path and to understand if you want something, it's all possible. How you do it is totally up to you. You have to give yourself that room to just experience and grow and fail forward and, and figure it all out. Yeah. And, and if you're Sally Sue and you want (laughs) to make nine figures and be a CEO or you want to feed cows or you want to do both. There we go. There's no rules. So you get to do whatever you want. That's right. I love it. Angie, where can our listeners, where can our listeners follow you? Where can they find your stuff, get to know you all the things? Yeah. Yeah. You guys can come say hi on Instagram at Angie Lee show, the Angie Lee show, wherever you listen to podcasts, Angie Lee.com. And then I have a wellness line called soul at my So come say hi. Love it. You guys, if you found value in this, share with us your, your 15 second nugget on Insta, do a screen record, share it with us, tag Angie at Angie Lee show, tag me at life on Folsom farm. And we will be sure to share it with our friends. Y'all are not broken. If you're feeling like you're in a funk, you're not broken. You're not wrong. Embrace the season, embrace the growth, embrace the newness, get curious, get creative. This is where so many breakthroughs happen in these kind of lulls and in these downtimes. So just know that it's happening for you. It's not working against you. You're not doing anything wrong and you can still move through this and experience all that you want, whether that's bigger and better or smaller and slower, nothing is wrong. And remember that. All right, Angie, thanks so So much, girlfriend. So you're amazing. Thanks for being on the show. I'll have, you, um, I'll have you DM me this audio too. I should share it on my show and say where it's from. Cause it, it was a really good convo that I'm like, Ooh, people need to, this is really, it's juicy. It's real. It's honest. Okay. Right? You know? I will. I will. Yay. All, All right. right go guys. feed your cows. I'll go feed them. Okay. We'll be back. <laughs> See you, Angie. Wrapping up another episode, and I just want to thank you for sticking around. Before you head out, I would love to hear from you. It would mean the world to me if you left this podcast a quick review wherever you're listening from. And if you got some nuggets from the message today, don't forget to share it with your friends, your team, and your Instagram story so that anyone else who needs it can find it too. And be sure to tag me so that I can shout you out and share your page with my friends. Thanks for hanging. Now let's go take action on those goals and dreams because if you can feel it in your heart and see it in your head, then you can hold it in your hand. So until next time, go do your craft. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.